0: Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And And this is Stay on on Target. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at
1: stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about the uh, PlayStation Store for the PS3, PSP, and PlayStation Vita going away entirely.
0: Like disappearing. Yep. Yep. For good, it's funny, Gone. Like, I, when, forever, when, just forever. Whenever I first saw this, I, I immediately like thought physical stores, and I was like, "Well, of course, because that's a terrible idea for a store." But uh, that's not what they meant. They meant no. like, "Cause I was like, where where are these mysterious like you know PlayStation stores that exist?" Um, but it was <laughs> like, "Cause like the headline is like you know oh PlayStation stores are shutting down." And, uh, but anyway, I because I just thought, like, in this this world of, like, oh, physical retail is just going to, like, going away slowly, um, I thought that that was, like, just, oh, more of the same news. But no, we're talking about digital stores, Chris. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Digital stores going away. Um, going away. So, uh, we'll talk about that a little later, the ramifications of that. And uh, maybe, I mean, we, there's, like... So many games. So we're not gonna yeah. run down all yeah. of them, but uh, we'll talk about like what when things are happening and uh, we, what what decisions you should make.
0: Yeah, what decisions I'm making, you know, as far as like that goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's um, some um, some choices I'm gonna have to make, Chris.
1: But first, John, what have you been up to this week?
0: So, Chris, this week um, I've been up to actually a decent amount because. I decided on some night, I don't remember what night, it was like the, maybe the night that we like recorded last time to, I was like, oh, I'm not, not up for the four hours of Justice League to watch that yet because I haven't watched that yet. So, you know, that's probably why we're not talking about it this week. But I did say, I've got like an hour and a half, two hours, let me watch a Godzilla movie because mm. on HBO Max, they have, uh, they added uh, Godzilla and they added, uh, Godzilla versus Kong, which was going to come out like a little bit later in the week. Um, and so I was like, okay, well I've never watched any of these, these, the, the new Godzilla movies or the K- Kong Skull Island. And I was like, so let me just start the process here. And, uh, so I watched Godzilla. I have now watched uh, Skull Island, like Kong Skull Island. And I, I watched the very beginning of, um, Godzilla King of the Monsters. And let me tell you about this, Chris. So I thought in my head that the release order went Godzilla, Godzilla King of the Monsters, Kong Skull Island, and then now Godzilla vs. Kong. But that's not what the release order was. Oh. The release order was Godzilla, Kong Skull Island, and then Godzilla King of the Monsters, and now uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. So, like For some reason, I thought that Skull Island, Kong Skull Island, was a much more recent movie, but it was 2016. Wow. That's uh, which is you know way further back there than I thought it was. Um, so anyway, if anybody's wanting to go on this journey with me, don't skip Kong Skull Island. It gives you some insight into like uh, some of the backstory of uh, of the agency that you start dealing with at the very like beginning of uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, which is like at the very beginning of that movie. I was like, wait a second, is this? After did I miss something here? And I did. You know, I missed the setup of uh, some of the Skull Island stuff, and it doesn't go super in depth. So I'm still thinking that I'm probably pretty confused. But whenever I go back to it, I'll start over on uh, on King of the Monsters and uh, and continue on from there. So nice. Um, that's what uh, I've been up to. It's all on,
1: all on HBO Max, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of the the whole thing. It's in HD. Uh, for the first three movies and then, uh, Godzilla versus Kong is in 4k. So like, that's the only downside there is that, uh, you know, on my 4k TV, I was like, ah, it's okay. It's fine. It's, it's got the, uh, the old, the old HD. Um, but it's, you know, so it's not the glorious 4k, um, that I'm used to for, for so many of my movies since I got the new upgraded TV, uh, late last year or whatever. But, um, but they are all on there, which is fantastic, dude. That's awesome.
1: I have been up to hardly anything, although I will say it's, I mean, I was, if we were going to do pick of the week, I was going to do this as my pick of the week. I've been, uh, this past weekend was the, um, opening weekend for baseball. And so, uh, I've been watching Cardinal and listening to Cardinal baseball this weekend. Um, and I'm super excited. It's a full season this year, 162 games. And, uh, so I'm, uh, I'm excited to uh, be watching baseball again, man. Dude, baseball is great. Speaking of that. Do you want to talk about some news?
0: Oh, yeah. Let's do the news! The news!
1: The news, John.
0: I didn't... It's like a surprise news segment. It's just...
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, speaking of baseball, uh, this isn't even something we discussed while well ago. We were going to talk about the news, but uh, I, Xbox Game Pass has announced that MLB The Show is going to be coming day and date to uh, the... Xbox Game Pass service for
0: free? For free?
1: Yep. <laughs> um, which we already knew it was coming to Xbox, which is the first time it's ever come to a platform right. outside uh, Sony's PlayStation. Um, so I was super pumped about that. And I was honestly, literally, like, uh, with, you know, baseball starting this uh, this weekend, I was like, oh, I need to go pre-order uh it'll yeah. be the show, which is probably why they announced it this weekend because it coincides with that. And there would have been, like... Honestly, all it would have done is say they hadn't announced it and a ton of people had pre ordered, it would it would just make the people like un-pre-order, which is not great. Right. So, and that's not
0: yeah, that's not good for like, oh, the numbers of like, oh man, we're expecting to to sell this many uh, you know, of these uh these games. Um I was about to pre order as well. Like I was actually looking at some of the editions like a couple of days before they made this announcement um and like what was available for me on Xbox or whatever. And uh but yeah, like
1: this is awesome news, man. I know, I'm super excited uh I, like I know that it you know this is the thing it makes me like I'll probably buy the like up there's usually some kind of like upgraded digital deluxe like version of it you know and yep. like it makes me spend I'm gonna spend more money I'm actually gonna I'll probably spend money on that versus on the actual game so they're still gonna get sure. money from me um right. and uh, and I, and I get more out of it so that's cool
0: right um it's interesting like this is this was like fairly big news because like this is a a Sony studio that developed this game. Um, and, uh, it is a like Sony exclusive in the past. And so, but, and so it coming to Xbox at all, it was like, okay, well that, that sort of makes sense, I suppose, because they just want to put it on as many platforms as possible. And, you know, MLB kind of like is like, okay, well, we'll go to a different developer if you guys don't do this. And it's like, okay, well, we want to keep doing this because they make money off of it. Um, but then it being on Game Pass is like a completely different thing. It feels like it's so strange to me that like a Sony developed game is going to be on Xbox Game Pass, which is it's I know. just fascinating.
1: I mean, it's, it, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that Sony uh, allowed it.
0: Yeah, it makes me wonder. Like, is it up to them? You know, it's like I feel like I it, it's got to be up think to MLB, they would if it right? Wasn't.
1: No, I mean because MLB is not the developer or the yeah, publisher. I
0: I yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the only like thing it's a Sony it's a Sony-owned
1: studio, yeah. and isn't it? Yeah, it's a Sony-owned studio, and, a stu- and and Sony's publishing it. So, like, it's entirely a Sony move, which is wild to me.
0: Yeah, it's just such a such an odd move. Um you know, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm super happy, very down with it. Um, I, I'm curious how much, like, how much does a deal like this cost? You know, Microsoft to like put put. You know, oh, here here's you know, let's put down this much money or like whatever. Um, like how developers and uh, and publishers make money via Game Pass is just a fascinating thing in and of itself to me. Um, and yeah, I, I, you know, it's such a good value, but like, this is a day in like the, the first day it comes out, like this isn't even like a month later or like whatever. This is like the first day it comes out. It's going to be on game pass, which is, is it's only reserved for very few third party titles and then all of the Microsoft studios games. And so like this one being there is like a Sony developed game is just such a weird, strange occurrence to me.
1: Yeah, man, it's wild. I love what, it. What other news do we have, John?
0: Oh, man. Okay. So I have a, I have a few different news newsy things. Um, we have The Walking Dead, Chris. We've talked long about how The Walking Dead the AMC was always talking about how, hey, people still watch this thing. It still has ratings. We're not gonna end the show. We're not gonna kill the show just yet. Um, and it has gone on a long time. Um, a total of let's see, 11 seasons. We're talking oh, about man. the 11th season right now, Chris. Um, and this is the walking dead's final season now has a premiere date. Um, and so that will be premiering on Sunday, August 22nd, 2021. Uh, and it'll be a 24 episode season. Um, which is a like, I feel like that's a long season for this type of show, but maybe not. Maybe it always has been 24 episodes. Um, just Seems like more and more there's like shorter seasons for television shows, these I mean, days, I don't, especially I dramas. Walk,
1: I think Walking Dead has always been a full, like normal, full quote unquote season. Uh, and, and honestly, like that's I think we've talked before, like that's kind of like <sighs> that's either good or bad. Like sometimes it's just felt like it's just <laughs> like drawn, you know, like long and drawn out, and like nothing happens until you know, like the very like like end of a season or like the How middle of a season. How long were we at the
0: farmhouse, Chris? How long? Oh, yeah, long? forever.
1: And so it's, it's just like. Uh, you know, who knows? I don't know. Uh, and honestly, like, here's the thing. I'm more apt to go back and watch the rest of it now that I know, w- like, where the end is. Yeah. Uh, it just got to to such a, a level where I was like, what am I, like, I can't keep, uh, this is too much, and I have, like, there's no end in sight. Mm-hmm. And so, like, uh, I have no desire to keep up with this. Uh, I know some things that have happened, so, like, it's not like, I'm worried about being spoiled or something like that, but sure. Um, I'm out, honestly it's, more apt to go back and rewatch the rest of this. Uh, yeah, because I think we made it through. I think I, I feel
0: like I fell off around season seven or something like that. So yeah, I, we're not. I'm not that far off. I wanted to say seven or eight for you. Um, the uh, interesting thing, like about this past season, they did because of like the the like shutdown and COVID restrictions and things like that. They actually did uh, like six additional episodes for season ten um which were like smaller character driven stories so they could keep like this the the cast and the set the number of people basically down um to to meet like restrictions and things like that so they were able to tell like some um backstory to a lot of the the uh, characters that they have going on so i know there's like been some some really Focused episodes on certain characters or whatever, but then you know this season with with eleven going into it, it's supposed to be like the showrunners talks about how like it's going to be you know big again, and it's like oh well, now we've had all these character driven things, it's like going to be nice to have like it be gigantic again. So I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a the you mentioning the. I would say like the soap opera uh, kind of aspect of it where it's like I don't jump in on like soap operas because it's just like they never end, you know, they just keep on rolling the the tr- the train keeps going no matter what happens, but something that is like has a defined end, I'm more likely to be like, yeah, let me let me jump on board because I know what is expected, you know, well, yeah, I know, I'm, I'm, I know where this is going.
1: I'm willing to power through some crappy episodes if I know where the end is. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. and, and and I'm like, okay, this is boring but whatever I, will, I only have you know two more seasons left or whatever it is
0: sure sure um yeah i mean so that's that's gonna happen in uh, in august we'll see the end of the walking dead man how do you think it's gonna end like what do you think is gonna happen like how do you I end have, something like I that? i have
1: no idea everyone gets like, bit and becomes zombies
0: yeah exactly i feel like that's the way that it will probably end <laughs>
1: Like, I feel like that's uh, the inevitable end in, a, in either that or there's a cure. Like, there's got to be one or the other. And I don't feel like The Walking Dead is that kind of mo- uh, uh, show.
0: Oh, definitely not. Because, like, again, like, uh, Robert Kirkman, like, he said that his original conceit for the thing was that, like, his one critique with a lot of zombie movies was that they ended. <laughs> and he was like, I didn't want it to end, so I made a comic where it would never end. And, it, obviously, that came to its own end as well. But uh, But, yeah, so, you know, we'll... We'll see Um, Chris more news and this is a bummer bit of bummer news for me Um, which is uh, DC has canceled the new gods movie and the Aquaman spinoff the trench. Um, this this write-up is from IGN. Uh, Ava DuVernay's New Gods and James Wan's Aquaman spinoff, uh, The Trench, are officially canceled at Warner Brothers and DC Films, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Quote, as part of our DC slate, some new legacy development titles, including New Gods and The Trench, will not be moving forward, Warner Brothers and DC said in a statement to THR. Quote, we thank our partners, Ava DuVernay, Tom King, James Wan, and Peter Saffron for their time and collaboration during this process. And we look forward to our continued partnership with them on other DC stories. The projects will remain in their skillful hands if they are, or were to move forward in the future. Um, and then obviously like the article goes on to talk about how the Ava DuVernay like tweeted out and she said she was like, kind of like upset that they'd canceled it. And Tom King also mentioned it. Oh, it's such a bummer. We had some, some really cool ideas, that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, so it just goes, goes down the line there. It just, that's a, that's a bit of a bummer news for me because, again, like I like the, uh, the Aquaman spinoff, the, the villain of the trench. Like the, they, that villain is in a really cool run of Aquaman and uh, one of my favorite like Aquaman stories. And I uh, was excited to see that um, from a uh, horror film director um, and because it is kind of like a, a really – creepy scary story and then uh I was excited about it, seeing uh, Ava DuVernay and Tom King uh bring you know new gods to life uh you know bring dark side and a lot of the other other characters that are from that cosmic realm within DC uh to life so anyway just bummer news
1: yeah and I think the interesting thing there is uh I think it I forget which article I was reading, but like this isn't a they-will-never-make-them kind of move. It's a like not-right-now kind of thing, where it's like, okay, looking at the next they said next few years of their slate, it mm. they don't see where it fits in. And so, like, and they didn't, and, and they said instead of uh, leaving the status as, like, in pre-production or pre- or production, they didn't want to leave the production teams in limbo, so they just went ahead and, and canceled them for now. Mm. Like, it just doesn't fit in the next few years, which yeah. I honestly like, I kind of feel like, and I kind of hope that Uh, the there's been renewed calls after the Snyder cut came out to restore the Snyder verse, you know, that kind of thing, whatever they're calling it. Um, But basically (laughs) to to like, and there's, there's some messaging around um, the Batman, the movie with Robert Pattinson. And they have clarified and said that the Batman will take place on earth two. um, And earth Mm -hmm. one is still the regular, like DC uh, extended universe. And so like, Just the fact that they're clarifying that and saying, hey, the normal – like, the real – the whole – like, the basically the Snyderverse, like, that's still Earth 1. Yeah, well, it
0: doesn't – we're not erasing it.
1: Yeah, and so, like, that makes me be like, okay, cool. Maybe they're going to, like, actually – like, maybe they'll go back to um, what they thought they were doing or what they they meant to do or wanted to do in the first place. Now they realize, hey, (laughs) we kind of messed up here for a second, like – Multiple times, you know, just getting involved in the first place and then abandoning it entirely because it's like, I mean, we all, I mean, sure, the last Wonder Woman wasn't that great, but I mean, it was, I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was um, good. I think, like, you know? I, rather than a, um, I could see them doing. I'd, I, I want to see them do a like a, uh, Flash movie, which, they, which they're talking about. I think it's Flashpoint that they're that they're working on, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. I'd rather yeah. see that
1: than another Aquaman, Aquaman movie. I don't know. Sure. So there's just like. I'm okay with it. Like, it doesn't mean we'll never see it. it just means like, hey, uh, it feels like they are willing to keep building on the universe that they've created, which I enjoy. Shazam, yeah. Shazam's in that universe. Like, they originally meant for Henry Cavill to be in, in Shazam as Superman. So, like, sure, you know, I, Black Adam's coming out. Like, I, I, I'm I'm cool if they keep exploring that universe Um, as well as these one offs. Like, you know, like, you know, there was. There's the Batman, and then there was Joker. I'm sure they're saying that, you know, is is I mean, for for sure, that it wasn't the same Joker. So it's like, okay, that's an alternate universe or whatever. Right, uh, right. I'm I'm cool with that. Like, kind of, you kind of get the both best of both worlds.
0: Yeah, and I guess like the the, the thing you know around. Around these movies to me is like, okay, yeah, it's nice. Hey, let's not keep everybody in limbo. Let's go ahead and just like say we're gonna take those out of production. And then eventually, if it makes sense to put those back into production, we put them back into production. Um, I guess like it's, we for me on the DC side, I would rat like, I would like at some point for them to come out kind of how like Marvel does where they're like, Hey, here's the next phase. And they, like they put down all the tent poles of like, here's the net releases for the next like three years or whatever. Right. Well, they did that Um, at one
1: point. I think everyone's scared to do that because of COVID now.
0: Sure. I mean, like, and I guess like everybody, you know, you think about like whenever Marvel would do it, like half those movies would get like swapped around or like whatever anyway, um, become like team up movies or become like, oh, that untitled movie. Yeah, that's this movie now. Um, And so it's not like they necessarily even like followed through on all of the things that were promised in those types of things. It's just... I would wouldn't mind having like a uh, some sort of a vision of like, hey, what's gonna like, what do we have coming down? Because we've got Suicide Squad, and then like you said, we've got the Batman, and we've got like potentially this Flash movie, and so and yeah, and the Rock is in the the Black Adam movie. So I mean, aside from those movies, like maybe that is all I need. You know, it's like okay, well, if we come out with one of those or two of those every year, like that, you know, that's the next two years. So why? You know, what am I, what am I, uh, what am I wanting to know? What more would I, would I rather have? Um, so yeah, you know, you're convincing me, Chris, is what I'm saying. Um, you're making me less bummed, I guess is, yeah, the, yeah, is yeah. the thing. Yeah. And again, like the the reason that I'm bummed about each of these individually is that I like the creators. I like Tom King as a writer, and I like uh, Ava DuVernay as a director. I like uh, the Trench as a villain, and I feel like a uh, the the horror you know director. Um, I think he did like the Conjuring and Saw movies. Um, uh, James Wan did, and so that would be a cool cool thing to see within the DC universe there. But you know, so I had reasons to be excited about both of these. And now they're canceled, but maybe they're not cancelled, Chris. Maybe they're just postponed for the next five years or something. So that's what I feel like. All right,
1: what's the next piece of news?
0: The next piece of news, I think the last piece of news, question mark. And I feel like uh, I wanted to wanted to put this one last because we're gonna be talking about Sony again here in a minute. Um, but this is the uh, Sony's VR. PSVR 2 controller. I guess they call... Okay, so this is off the PlayStation blog. They say, Next Gen VR on PlayStation 5 colon the new controller. And they go into a blog post about the new controller, have some some, uh, awkward-looking photos that I'm not sure how a person's body actually moves the way that those elbows are positioned anyway with the controllers in their hands um, and they look like they kind of have like a spherical design more like a uh, uh, rather than being like a shoehorned in move controller or old Wiimote looking thing um, they definitely look more like what modern uh, VR controllers look like these days and um, the details within them are they will have adaptive control or adaptive triggers, uh, just like the PlayStation Five controller. They'll have haptic feedback just like the PlayStation Five controller. They have finger touch detection so it can detect when your fingers are uh, without pressing any areas like where your thumb is at and your index fingers and things like that to make more natural gestures with your hands during gameplay. Um, it'll have tracking, and then let me see. I think that's about all of the new things that are in there uh, for this this round of VR. Um, but yeah, the old, the main reason I wanted to bring this up, we we talked about VR a few weeks ago, and they didn't have any details whatsoever. They just basically put out a blog post and were like, "Yeah, VR, you know, PlayStation VR on PlayStation Five is uh, is coming, and we're going to have a new headset and some new controllers." And they didn't have any other pictures or details. Here's some pictures and details. Yeah, I mean.
1: Uh... I mean, I have no, I literally have zero opinion on it. It looks cool. I mean, I'm sure right. it'll be used well. I thing, you know, it's fine. The,
0: the only interesting thing that I was like, okay, that would be cool, is something that since the Switch has come out, like the uh, play, the Nintendo Switch, they had the um, what is it? What was it called? I, it's basically the haptic feedback, the HD Rumble. That's what it was, HD Rumble. And uh, it's the same company does the HD Rumble as does the haptic feedback within the PlayStation controllers. And within the Joy-Con, whenever there was that game, the 1-2-Switch, where you could like, oh, here, shake this uh, glass with the ice cubes in it, and you feel the ice cubes move around and roll this box around and count how many balls are rolling around inside, and it would actually feel like that. Um so that same, you know, technology is within these VR controllers, and that's one of the cool things. Like, since those Joy-Con came out, I've always thought like that would be a cool implementation in VR. Like, it's like, oh, here, pick up this glass, and all of a sudden, it feels like you actually have ice cubes inside of the controller that you're holding. Um, so I, I, that that's the the coolest thing within there is just like this experiential kind of uh, aspect of those controllers. I feel like.
1: Yeah. Totally. Well, that's the news.
0: Those- That is the news.
1: All right, John, so um, the main segment for this week, we're talking about the closure of the PSN store for PS3, PSP, and PlayStation Vita. Um, 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 First of all, let's go through like when this is happening and in what order. I think uh, the first is sometime in July for PS3 and PSP, correct? July 2nd. So July 2nd, and then in August, like the 27th or something like that for the uh, v- Vita.
0: You nailed it. The 22nd. August 22nd.
1: No, I said 27th, so I, I was oh, wrong. Oh, sorry.
0: No, sorry. It's 27th. 22nd. I, I, said, oh, it I oh, it second said it wrong. I read it wrong You just said it wrong. I said what it right I the first time. This is so confusing.
1: Uh, so t- the 27th. Correct. 2-7. 2-7. Correct. Seven. Seven. Um, so I can't remember if they've been teasing this for a while. I feel like we kind of like
0: thought that it might happen for a while so it leaked uh somebody leaked it back in january right but then it just went away for a while and and people like literally i saw like developers like tweet out were like oh no it's not happening because we just got us our second uh vita uh dev kit like where they, they, they literally bought a dev kit straight from Sony to like be able to develop their, their game for, uh, for Vita. And they bought one and they were like, they wouldn't have sold that to us if they were going to shut this down before the game that we would develop on this device would be out. Right. And in fact, they would.
1: <laughs> That's insane. Um, I mean, uh, th- there's a couple things. Uh, it's a bummer. Uh, number one, no, number two, there's gonna be a lot of games. And I think there was a, 163 games that, um, what was this website? Uh, mm, the video game chronicle.com listed out as games that uh, whenever these stores go away, they will not be available anywhere. Uh, yeah. A lot of these games are available physically. Um, no,
0: I don't think any of these no, are. Available no, it's am not on
1: this list. I'm just saying a lot yeah. of the games in the, in the stores are available physically. Sure. Um, sure. or on other platforms. And so, but like these, there are like 168 games that just like disappear entirely from the face of the earth.
0: Yeah. Um, The interesting thing about the ones, like specifically on the PlayStation Vita that are available elsewhere, like this is what I was looking at the other day, where I was like, okay, what. Like, what because I own the Vita and I'm like, I love this device, it's a really cool device. Um, what games on here do I need to buy before the store goes off? And there are some games that are, in fact, available physically, so they wouldn't be on this list of 138 games. But if you look to buy them physically, because the Vita is sold so poorly and and you know, certain games within the Vita's library sold poorly, they didn't manufacture very many. And so you look at like eBay for PlayStation Vita games and there are some like ridiculously exorbitantly expensive games that like I would probably enjoy playing. But once the store goes off of like the, like uh, the, the, uh, I guess I'm almost called it eShop, the PlayStation uh, online <laughs> store co- goes away. It's like, I won't be able to buy those at the, even the normal retail price of like 60 bucks. Like you're talking like, couple hundred dollars to buy this game physically uh after that point and like that's just a uh a frustrating thing and because it just becomes you know one like one of those collector's items where like somebody's just going to hold on to it and then sell it to a collector or whatever for large sums of money because like that's even even retro consoles that's the way it is is like the games that are the most popular back in the day aren't the ones that are like ridiculously expensive these days it's the ones that really didn't – weren't super popular at the time and they didn't print very many copies. Those are the ones that are uh, really expensive these days to buy for like NES and SNES.
1: Yeah. I mean it's and – and the thing is for me, it's like it's just kind of like overwhelming. Like what do I need to <laughs> – <laughs> How much research do I pour into this, and what do I need to pick up? I mean, I, to you know, there's on one level, it's like I don't pick up my Vita that often, but on the other sure. level, like there were games on that platform that I wanted to play and that I thought were cool, and like you know, but then it's like okay, after my research, well, where else is it? So, for like example, I think uh, Borderlands, uh, they, it, it's available on the Vita, but it's also available now on the Switch, and so yeah. it's like yeah. okay, we'll do I or uh, Bioshock, you know, that kind of stuff is available on the Switch. I don't think it was on Vita. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. But, uh, anyway, like, <sighs> yeah,
0: you have like Assassin's Creed liberation. Um, yeah. Which I have, and I,
1: it was a great yeah. game. Um, and it, but it's also available, uh, in HD on the Xbox one, you know? Sure. So like, it's like, okay, well, where do you really want to play these games? Which ones aren't available anywhere else? Like I have my switch now and that's largely taking the place of the Vita, uh, in my life. So like, is there, is there, what, what is worth buying and what's not? It comes down yeah. to, for me, yeah. and, like even things like gravity rush that, um, yep. uh, we're on the Vita originally. They are also available on uh, PS4 now. Um, yes. So, uh, which I assume they're available backwards compatible on the PS5. I don't really know. You would
0: hope so. <laughs> yeah.
1: But also, you would hope that they wouldn't shut down an entire store. Oh, so, my gosh. you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's the, you know, it's, I was thinking about how long have I had my Vita. And I think the Vita came out like it will close, the store will close like. 10 it was either 10 and a half years or nine and a half years after it originally launched and that's you know while that's like a decade right oh you've had a decade to to buy these games and, and that sort of thing like it's it's that's still not that long if you think about it and especially like all of a sudden if a book or like some other type of medium was just like going to be completely like yo you can't purchase anything like this anymore um then it's, that seems like an exorbitantly short amount of time. Like, it's like, Oh no, like we still want to be able to have access to these, these pieces of, uh, of, of gaming history and of, of art, you know? And, and it's just a little bit frustrating to, to shut down a store that's only been around for, for 10 and a half years or 10 years or so. Well,
1: it's like one thing, you know, like, okay, for instance, like if Barnes and Noble closed, it's like, okay, cool. I guess like there's not that many things that are exclusive to Mars and Noble. I don't think sure. that all of a sudden we would miss out, but it's like, it's okay. Well, imagine if, um, uh, if a good portion of those books, you'd never be able to access ever again. It's like, what? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's such a strange thing or like you'd have to buy them used, but the, the, but the used copies are hundreds of dollars and you're like, man, now, no, no, this I feel is like bad. The,
1: the only equivalent that we run into is just like, uh, like, Some TV shows are really Mm. hard to get a hold of, like because of the rights for the music or something like that, hold it up, (laughs) or like the the uh, the production company that owned the rights to them is uh like bankrupt or like sold or just closed down and no one really bought the catalog or somebody bought Mm -hmm. the catalog but they didn't buy it for this particular show and so like the only way to watch this thing is to get an old dvd copy or Mm -hmm. like when uh you know there's no digital copies it's i feel like that's the only equivalent where it's really hard to find some of these old shows
0: sometimes yeah Um, yeah but that is a good analog you know and but that's not not like a, like that's not multiple like this affects so many publishers and so many developers rather than it just being like oh you know all of the Buena Vista whatever things didn't get bought by Disney and so like there's a portion of them that you know that that don't get reprinted ever and yeah. you know it's like okay well that's a small number of very specifically distributed movies and television shows but like this is like entire store like it's just like an entire store of of uh of games is just gone you know a whole method of of playing these things um we should note that if you already buy them you can download them after those dates but you have to have already purchased them like you can't purchase new things anymore
1: which is the thing that baffles me because and this is why (laughs) because that means they're they're not shutting down their servers that store these games they're Mm -hmm. literally just shutting down the store yeah, which, the e-commerce. like the part, the part where you, they can actually make money and not just lose money from running these servers, hosting these games constantly. That's yeah. the part that baffles me. I'm like, why? Like, there's no, there's no. Like, I can't imagine the that this store keeping it running is costing them more money than it would to shut it down. Sure. It just it sure. just seems so weird to me.
0: Yeah, and there's still, like I said, developers that are are putting out games, new games on like the PlayStation Vita specifically because there's like th- the people that that want to play their games own Vitas and want to play them on the Vita, like they like that device, um, and so it's like it's monetarily like successful on the de- the development side of things and publishing side of things for for some of those kind of like indie developers that that put games on there. So why wouldn't it, you know? Ha- I don't know. Like you said, like you're just basically removing the making money aspect of this, and now it's just like, okay, we can keep these servers on for how much longer? Like, I don't expect them to, to say, oh, we're, you know, three years from now, I feel like these the you're not going to be able to re-download your games again. You know, I, just, I you'll lose access somehow. Like, uh, oh, that's the I, next I, I don't step, trust you know? them. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so uh, are there any games you want to highlight, John? Like, I'm I'm probably like I haven't looked at. The list extensively enough to be like, okay, these are the ones I want to play sure. on Vita. Um, are there is there anything that you're looking at that you you're like, this is a must download game if you haven't, or something that you're going to pick up before all this goes down.
0: Man, so Persona 4 Golden, like if you don't own that, like it's fifty dollars on eBay I see right now, um, on, in a physical. So it's, that's not too expensive. But like if you haven't pl- like played Persona 4 Golden, like it is such a good game, and the like it, Persona 4 was a PlayStation. Two game, I believe, and then when it, like they they updated it, gave it like a you know oh here's a, a new campaign, like a new uh, area, that sort of thing. It made some some pretty quality of life updates on it. So like the golden version, the Vita version is the one to play, and that's the one where like I lost my saves on it, and, and now I'm like man, I'm gonna go back and play this thing, but put it on easy this time so I can just jet through the story to get where I was, um and uh, and, and go from there because it's just such a fantastic story. those characters are amazing and uh and it's it's great dude um there's some other like rpgs that i have my eye on where i'm like ooh, i've i've been wanting to get that game um let me see if i can pull pull up those um did you have your eye on anything like specifically did you see anything in your research that's the thing
1: like i just haven't Well, i haven't done a ton yet like i need to uh and uh and see i mean yeah i don't i've not never played persona 4 golden how much is that like digitally if you buy like so it's fifty dollars on ebay physical how 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 much is it if you buy it digitally do you know
0: that's a good question because i bought it on sale back in the day it was on sale Mm. for like 20 bucks or something like that and i picked it up um, initially and that was why i like wanted to try it in the first place i was like oh, lots of people talk about this game doesn't sound like my jam chris it was totally my jam and uh and it's a great game (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah so i I bought it for like 20 bucks I, i i don't know how to look up Whether or not that's... uh, Okay, so I was looking at an article, um, let me see, about the different games that you should play before the uh, store closes... And, like, there's a Sly Cooper game that I, uh, that will be like hard to access, um, on Vita whenever that finally goes away. And that one I've, I've always like been like, oh, I well, might want to get into the Sly Cooper franchise. Um, but like I said, there's some other RPGs and things like that mainly. Um, let me see. Dragon's Crown. I, uh, that's an Atlas game. It's a, like, a hack and slash stylized game there, uh, like a brawler esque type of a game. Um, Oh, here it is. So Vanillaware. Yeah, it's Vanillaware. Uh, Muramasa Rebirth Genroku Roku Legends. And so uh, v- Vanillaware, um, like it's released back on the Wii, but uh, under a different name. But then it was like it published on the Vita with a uh, like an update. Again, it was one of those like, hey, here's like Game of the Year Edition with a bunch of DLC and stuff like that. Um and Vanillaware like, uh, has, has put out a lot of other games that are pretty pretty awesome. Like uh, they have a, the Sentinels Aegis Rim and Odin Sphere. Uh, and those are games like the, uh, Aegis Rim, Sentinels, 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim was on PS5 or PS4 last year and it was supposedly really good. Odin Sphere have played and it is fantastic. Um, the stories that they do uh, in those types of games are like they have multiple protagonists and they interweave their different stories in together and uh, interweave the gameplay between you know different characters and so that's why that one in particular stuck out to me i was like oh man it's a vanillaware game that i would like to play Hmm. and it's going to be lost on uh on that system or on the wii in 2009 but again that's not the best version of the game either so right right but yeah man those are the games it's wild well,
1: if you're, uh, interested in that, go pick, uh, pick out your favorite game on the, uh, Vita or PlayStation 3 or PSP and make sure you get that bought, um, before they shut down. Yeah, dude. All right, John. Well, um, hopefully soon I will uh, catch up with, uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon, um, and, uh... Yeah. Do uh, the third w-
0: episode. Real we can, like, I liked it a lot.
1: We can review, uh, the new Godzilla movie, hopefully, and Justice League, um... We will, uh, those are our, that's our backlog. We're, we're accumulating quite a backlog right now.
0: We are, but we'll get there, man. We'll get there. It's a, uh, it's been a busy time with your, the, with the move and a, and a lot of other things going on. So, uh, but we'll get there. We'll, we'll chip away at that old backlog and, uh, and talk about it. Like I said, the third episode of a uh, winter soldier and, and Falcon was really good. I enjoyed nice. it quite a bit. That's awesome. You can find us online at
1: com on social at chrisfight two five zero and John JohnWright777. And at Stay On Target Pod. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell all your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.